I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, everybody. I'm Kim Holderness. And I'm Penn Holderness. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Holderness Family Podcast. Yeah, you sound like... So it is my dream to be married to a game show host. So when you say that, you sound a little bit like a game show host. I love it. I, I would be totally cool with being a game show host as long as it's one of those game shows in a studio where they shoot the entire season in two weeks and then they make like $6 million. That would be yes. awesome. And that's... so. So I want to do even less work. I want to be the person who's married to the person who works for six weeks. I don't, I don't know any reasonable human being who would hire me to be a game show host and you to do nothing. That seems like an awful waste of resources. I, I will be your co-host. Anywho, this is the Holderness Family Podcast where we talk about hopes and dreams. No, just as a reminder for one more week. Or two more. When are you here? I don't know when you're hearing this. Anyway, we do a special Thursday bonus recap episode about our time on The Amazing Race. But here you are. You're finding us on a regular old Tuesday. And we're so happy to have you. Yeah. So just if you haven't figured the cadence out, Thursday's Amazing Race recap, we talk a lot about some of the other things that we talk about in our podcast, like our mental health, because it certainly comes into play. But this is the part where we just get to kind of, we don't really have as much of a, of a, an amazing race topic, but we kind of look at each other and we connect with each other. And it's a good time of the week for us. It's almost a little bit of counseling that we do for ourselves. And there's some weeks that we don't really need it, right? Like we're, we're relaxed. Everything's fine. We don't really need a whole ton of like counseling. Mm-hmm. Like this week, I think we need this. We do. We've both been, a, a bit overtaxed and stressed out and has led to some snippiness. Uh, and so like, I, I think we'll get to that, but it's, I think it's apropos the topic that we have this week, which is supporting your partner's mental health. This part one. Yes. Part one. Uh, and so we're going to talk about me and my ADHD today. And then next week we're going to talk about Kim's anxiety and you'll hear a little bit of today about when they both collide, which is always fascinating. You know, we've been very open about the things we struggle with, whether it's ADHD or anxiety. I mean, Penn's written songs and dances about ADHD. You've choreography, you have ADHD choreography. And we talk about, you know, we have a t-shirt that says ADHD is awesome. And we talk about how, you know, it's a superpower. Obviously, if you've been watching The Amazing Race, well, thank you very much. But it's, you know, I'm so thrilled that they've allowed 
you the space to talk about it. And it's, you know, we saw the negative, what can happen negatively. And then most, most of all, like very positively. Right. And it's important for people to know that the negative does not go away. They don't show everything. The, they don't have time on that show to show me forgetting things everywhere and losing things everywhere. Because particularly when you are under stress, your executive functioning as someone with ADHD goes out the window. So we're going to get to all that in a second. I feel like we do have a review. Oh, wow. We just skipped right over that. I'm just going to jump in really quickly and say, um, thank you so much for those of you who subscribe. And when you review, it makes a big difference too, right? Okay. This is Jen from Austin who called and left a voicemail on our podcast line. Hi, Kim and Ken. This is Jen in Austin. Thank you so much for the advice that you give people, um, helping partners learn more about themselves. We're reading your book, and I'm telling you, it is revolutionizing our marriage. That's after couples counseling, that's after relationship coaches. The book is just so great, and I highly recommend that people read it to each other because we definitely get more out of it by reading it and then talking about it. Anyway, thank you so much for all you're doing. Keep up the amazing work. I'm going to cry. That was really nice. So we, Leanne, who helps us go through the audio and find the audio and, and put all those in, she, I didn't actually listen to Jen's review beforehand. Maybe it says a little bit about how much we have in our plate right now that I should have. But Jen, thank you. You're going to make me cry. So we wrote a book, Everybody Fights, so why not get better at it? I've heard that people also enjoy the audio version of it. If that's something that's more pure, sometimes I like to listen to people talk to me. But wow, that was huge. Thank you. Okay. Now on, we can get back on to, it. to mental health. Yes. Um, Nobody gets through this dog and pony show without some poop on their jeans. What? That's a bad metaphor. No one gets, no one get. Uh, it's so funny. I was going to say no one gets through this unscathed, but then for some reason I thought of dog and pony show. And then honestly, I'm saying, metaphors. no, I just started thinking about how sunny she, <laughs> God, she's like, we need to take her to like, I'm like, she, she needs to get her anal glands expressed. I think that's she's the right. Like, that's leak, her butt's leaking. She and sat on Ann, uh, on Leanne. Leanne's lap. And she stood up and Leanne, God bless Leanne, because we just mentioned her. So she's, she very politely looks at me. Kim wasn't even here for this and goes, you know, I think Sunny did this and it was like a perfect circle. Oh and any, like what else in your body is a perfect circle? Your anus. So like, we're like, what, <laughs> what just happened here? We're supposed to be talking about mental health. And then, well, it's also ADHD. So this is, we're good. But then she texted us and told us it took three washes to get it out. And then today we spotted it on a blanket. So, yeah. So can I also say that this has been an ongoing saga in our house that we did a podcast a few weeks ago where Penn and I, I don't even know, it's ADHD, talking about trying to capture a fart in a jar and how people are making money. We're like, I can't believe people are selling farts. It is actually very hard to capture a fart in a jar. So I now I know why they're so expensive. Yeah, you you have to be totally relaxed. And you have to, be ha- you have to hold the jar. I think you have to pull your pants down. I don't think you have to pull your pants down. Do you think down. that it'll transmit through the... I think that you're going to get a better result <laughs> if you do it. And so that's what I've been trying to do. And then that causes all kinds. Of, you have to run out of the room. You can't just do it in front of your family. So <laughs> no. I still haven't done the front. I don't think jar. you have to pull your pants down. Uh, that's a, that's a question. Maybe in the comment section, people can let us know. <laughs> we if can you... ask the lady who does it and sells them on the internet. Okay. Anyway, we just went out of town last weekend and 
we're at Disney World because our kids love Disney World. So we went for the quick weekend. And I have to say, so many kind people, you know, came up to us. And most of them said, thank you so much, Penn, for modeling what ADHD can do. My child has is diagnosed with ADHD. And, you know, he looks at you and sees, like, what you can accomplish with it. And it's such an inspiration. So it made us feel really, really good about how you've shared this and thank you and again i'm sharing all all the good stuff and we're laughing about the bad stuff i need to acknowledge and we're going to get into some specifics here that it is very difficult to live with someone who has adhd it doesn't no matter how hard you work there's going to be some there's going to be some cracks in the foundation we'll give you an example that happened this week so i mean we also do get those questions you know a lot of times my spouse has it and the next question is what can i do to support them Mm -hmm. right what can i do to help that person out just by reaching out and wanting to be a supportive spouse by the way says that you're already on the right path Right. And or how can I support my child is mm-hmm. another question we get. So in this podcast, we're going to talk about how Penn's brain works, the hard parts of ADHD, the good parts, and then, you know, tips, tricks, how he manages it. But I'm also going to talk about how to partner somebody with ADHD, you know, the the struggles that we have. And yes, I, there are moments I have a lot of patience and there are moments I do not. And we have stories that happened in just over a four day time span that, that kind of demonstrate both. Why don't we start with that? Let's yeah. start with that because we're getting all these wonderful notes because of what you see on the amazing race, but you didn't see what happened on Friday on our way to Disney. Um, by the way, I'm going to, I'm going to tell two stories. Both of them are like 100% explained in the next bit about how your brain works. Okay, go for it, Pat. Not an excuse, but we'll at least be explained. Mm -hmm. So we went to Disney. The day we went to Disney is a zoo, right? You have to pack all kinds of stuff. You have to pick your kids up from school. You have to get to the airport. You also, for us, have to make sure all of the work that you need to do is done over the course of the weekend because you're going to miss two work days, right? Do you guys know how that feels? Like you're not really taking a day off. You're making sure you get everything ahead of time so that you can fall back behind and catch up again, right? So we go to the airport. We decide to not check our bags, which by the way, ADHD pro tip, if you can check your bags, but it does take some more time just because like you can leave stuff in places, right? We sat in the airport. I remember there was something really funny when uh, Penn Charles was sitting on his suitcase and he just fell backwards for no reason. And he threw his candy bar across the airport and he tried to pick it up and eat it. Mm-hmm. Little things like that. We got on the plane. We were all in different seats because we had booked really late. So yeah. we were, we were scattered all yeah. over the, the plane. So um, we, were, we were all in different seats. Yeah. Kim was the last one to get off cause she was in the far back. God bless you for giving me the, the seat with the leg room. And I'm waiting for her to come off and Penn Charles is talking and Lola's talking cause they weren't anywhere near me. You were dealing with your own thing, mm-hmm. right? There was somebody trying to like push through yeah. and you were coming up to try to tell me that story because it had definitely affected your anxiety. You were about to say, here's what happened. And before you could open your mouth, I'm like, in a cold sweat, I'm like, honey, I didn't bring my luggage on the airplane. It's it's not here. I didn't put it in the airplane. From my perspective, yeah, I was in the back of the plane. Fine. The people I was sitting with were great. It's fine. There was a couple people. I mean, we were in the back. So there was was probably like eight rows behind me. They were literally like aggressively trying to like run through to get out of the airplane. I'm like, guys, if we just go one row at a time. And I had to get mom voice. I'm like, if we go one row at a time, we're all going to get off. And like they had kind of trapped us in. Like we we, like couldn't even stand. Anyway, 
I was getting off. I was like, oh, these people. I was pen, these people. I'm just like, I'm, I'm already over the Disney crowds and we haven't even gotten there yet. And he goes, Kim, I didn't bring my luggage. I left in the airport. So I was, I have to say from the partner's perspective, and I hope you saw this, is that I was very calm. Yes. I was like, okay. You were. Let's call, you know, let's retrace your steps. You know, did you leave it in the bathroom somewhere? Obviously it's a security issue, right? If you see it like a bag by itself. So we called the lost and found at the Raleigh airport. They didn't have it. He does have, cause we have the special American Express credit card. He does have access to the Sky Club. The kids do not. So I stayed out with the kids. So he had gone up to get a cup of coffee and, you know, spent a few minutes up there he had he called there he had left it there so he had gone up to get right. a cup of coffee go to it, the bathroom he had left it there it did take a while for them to find it on the other end because i'm i'm sure i mean come on you leave a suitcase in the airport like that there were times when if you left a suitcase in the airport like they shut down the airport right so that was my biggest concern i was like did i cause some kind of bomb scare when i left my suitcase well that's why i knew you didn't leave it like in the gate area or you didn't because that would have yeah. triggered something like you left it up in the delta lounge and but then Okay, so he arrives in Orlando for a weekend vacation with no clothes, but more importantly, no inhaler, and he has asthma. Right. So then began like the, you know, he took a separate Uber to a Target to buy clothes and then became like tracking down inhaler before pharmacies closed. Oh my gosh, that that part of the day, I mean, I, I wasn't with you, but I felt, I mean, Disney, you got to play, uh, you need a two-man defense. Like, I don't know how you take two kids to Disney by yourself. It is not easy. Um, well, I mean, older kids you is did, fine. Yeah, you're right. But I, but I was already feeling guilty and really, I just got to say, ashamed. Like when something like that happens... I, I, it, what was it that Brene Brown said was the difference between shame and, uh, was it guilt or shame and shame is shame is uh, guilt is about something you did. And shame is about something that you are. Mm -hmm. I hate it, but I felt ashamed. I'm like, this is, this is who I am. And I, I, man, I, I make this point of trying to remember where's my suitcase. I tap down like you guys, if you ever see me and I look like I'm frisking myself, anytime I get out of a car, anytime I leave a restaurant, I always pat my right pocket to see if I have my wallet and I pat my left pocket to see if I have a cell phone. And if I don't do it, I will lose it. Mm -hmm. So I, I usually make it a point. Where's my bag? Where's my bag? Where's my bag? How did I make it from the sky club to the boarding area, to the airplane without having any idea it was there? And, and even on the entirety of the, the flight and the flight, didn't. I didn't know on the flight. I like, why didn't I not realize, you know, uh, in Home Alone, they realized on the airplane that they'd forgotten their child. <laughs> Suitcase child, but same thing. I mean, there's just, there was this level of shame and I was so embarrassed and I am just want to stop and take the time to say, in this instance, you were so patient and you were so grateful and you were a good partner to me in saying, what can I do? Taking the kids for a second, giving me, I mean, you kind of gave me a minute in the Sky Club because you knew I needed to like take a breath because my executive functioning had broken down. Yeah, and I, I but I know that it's one of those things where I'm big on yes, you have ADHD, yes, I have anxiety, but it can't always be the excuse to be an a-hole. So, and it can't be always the excuse to it doesn't and, and you take accountability for things. So I think if you had said to me Eh, well, this is, it's going to take four hours on our first night of vacation for me to track down everything. And that's just the way it is. It's my ADHD. If you'd like blown it off, I would have 
been annoyed and said like, no, this is actually a big deal. Four hours of of us trying to stress about finding an inhaler it was three hours. Like that is a big deal. But you were very self aware. You were you were very apologetic. And so the only answer in my position is like, babe, it's fine. You'll yeah. go to Target. You buy a weird lemon shirt and some cargo shorts. He bought <laughs> which one, I did. Which he did. And. He, 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 God bless him. He was trying to go so fast because he like didn't want to impact the vacation. I ended up almost getting like, I had a pretty good, amazing race leg that day. I, I, I got to the hotel, what, like 10 minutes after you guys? I know. And, and then the rest of the time was just like on the phone trying to find the inhaler, but you were very, you know, aware of, of just the hiccup that it was causing, but it's, it was a hiccup, right? And it's fine. Mm-hmm. And I also know, and we'll talk about this next week, is that I have my own issues. So if I'm sitting there talking about how like, oh, three hours of one evening, it's it's an inconvenience. How many hours have I sucked up <laughs> with my issues? So that I, is a, that's a thoughtful thing to say. You usual, uh, you, I would say most of the time you do suck those hours up by going off and being on your own and not affecting anybody. Well, but the, di- well, that to Sometimes. the same end, then it's you solo. Yes. Cause it, at that point I realize I'm being I'm, a terrible person to be around. So I will just, you're never a terrible person. I kind of am. And then, well, I'm, it's hard for me to be around other people cause I'm like too aware of That's my behavior. And then, but then it's you solo, like, with kids who need to go places and stuff like that. So I, I realize that's a burden too. So I feel like, you know, it was a like classic ADHD moment that we instantly laughed about. It became, then we teased you about the weird cargo shorts and the fact that you needed a belt and he went into every Disney store looking for a belt. I'm like, they are more likely to sell suspenders, like Mickey suspenders. I was on board a, for suspenders. Like he needed a belt. So it yeah. was like, you're going to pay $80 for a Disney belt. And we never found one. I just feel like I had to walk behind you guys most of the time. Cause otherwise you were going to be staring at my butt crack <sighs> because those cargo pants, when you spend like Disney will just, it will friction your pants to the ground. <laughs> Cause you're just walking all day. You will be frictioned. In, in, onto your ankles unless uh, you have some kind of, of restraining device and we will be right back life is full of what ifs some awesome like what if AI could fold your laundry and some well less awesome like what if you have unexpected medical costs United Healthcare can help get you covered with health protector guard fixed indemnity insurance plans they supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I did promise to talk about how my brain works and... Stop me if this sounds familiar, anyone who lives with someone who has this or anyone who actually has ADHD. By the way, read the blog. I hate the name ADHD. I want to change it. We're going to get there at some point. We're going to have a doctor change the name. It's a super negative term. And I know I've said it like 15 times, but here's how my brain works. I'm stealing this from a wonderful expert on ADHD who we had on last year. She said that your brain is like a mixing board. So if anyone knows what I'm actually looking at one right now, I'll describe it to you. A mixing board is something that you either see like in a lighting area of a studio, or if you're in like a recording studio, you see Dr. Dre in front of like a hundred of these dials and every, there's like a thousand things and each one has a dimmer, right? That can go from zero to 10. You can slowly slide it up to get just that right volume for something that you want. So say Dr. Dre's mixing a song. He puts the beats on like a seven. He puts Snoop's vocals on an eight. He's got like a, an old Motown track that he wants to mix and he puts that on a three. So it's not as loud and everything can be it's, it's same nuanced number. That is how the normal human brain works. According to this expert, ADHD changes your dimmer into an on and off switch. There is no one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There's on or off, which means when you are fixated on one thing, everything else has to go off. Mm -hmm. It's one thing at a time, right? Here's the trick. You have to get done with that one thing or leave some kind of breadcrumb, like a reminder or a list, or even in the back of your head, like pen, don't forget to come back to this or else that will get lost forever. Here's the catch. Sometimes in life, your dimmer board is more full than it usually is. And on that day, and also on another day that we're going to talk about later, I had a level of stress of other things going on that all of these basic things in my life were falling to the wayside. And unfortunately, that's what happens with ADHD. And it, it's not an excuse. You said it before. I don't want to, I don't want to do this. And I also don't want to mess up and I know I'm going to mess up again, but I want to push that back as far as I can. So I'm not just a constant terror to my family, but when extra stresses come in and that mixing board goes from three channels to 15, it's almost impossible for something not to happen for an episode like this to happen. And I was just like, I was pretty stressed out because we were getting caught up for Disney again, not an excuse, but that's how my brain worked at that time. So I think we can fast forward to yesterday. Yeah. I'll start with my perspective. As a partner, I think, well, as a human, and my anxiety was, I was just having a high anxiety day. And again, like not not typically or not always triggered by something specific, but I just woke up and I kind of, I use the term vibration. Like I was just like kind of, my insides felt like they were, like my chest felt like it was vibrating. And it was just like having a, a high anxiety day. And I even texted, you know, the people we work with. I'm like, I don't know how productive I'm going to be today. I'm going to try to knock these things out. But I, my brain, I just don't have the mental bandwidth today. And I rec I, I think my fault in this day was I used that language about myself. I feel like I saw. You saw it in me. I saw it in you. 
And so when I said to you, I'm like, hey, babe, I feel like we don't need to, you know, we make video, we make silly videos and we, we, we do a lot of things to create things for our platform that we genuinely in our hearts love to do. I was just talking to my mom and she's like, what do you want to do when you retire? I'm like, I kind of feel like I will always do this. Maybe not as much of this, but I'll always do it. Like I'll always want to, you know, when we're 80, we'll probably have podcast microphones in our nursing home. I mean, they won't be plugged in, but like nobody will be listening to us, but I, I want to be doing this. And so genuinely love this, but nobody's going to die if we don't put a video out. Like nobody, no, we're not brain surgeons. Our job is not that important. So I said to you yesterday, like, we can just chill today. Like we can. And, and so, and I, but I said, I was like, I need to, I need to, I'm going to do these things, but I need to kind of ease off. And that yeah. didn't really happen. Like we still worked a very full day. Yeah. So I was again, so my anxiety was like peaking. I, I recognized the ADHD mixer board. I recognized in you that all the dials were up and you're like, I have an idea for a video. I'm going to shoot it right now. I'm going to write it right now. and I'm going to shoot it right now, which is how we work. By the way, <laughs> if we have an idea, let's just shoot it. Yeah. And you're like, will you help me shoot it? I'm like, okay, but I thought we weren't going to do this. Okay. Let's okay. That's fine. Were um, you saying that out loud? Were you saying, okay, but I, but I, we're not going to do this. I, I'm not asking rhetorically. No, that's, but Cause I, it's possible that I wasn't listening to you well enough. That's what I'm worried about. I, you and Anne Marie helped you. She's like your music writing partner. And I was like, what is this about? What are we, what are we doing? Like, I, I is this a good idea? I was like, what are, I, and so I felt a little bit like, I don't even know what this video is about. And I was like, you're, and you're, and I think in your mind, you were thinking like, it's okay if I'm working, you can chill out. But basically if you're working, I'm working. So, uh, in, in this circumstance, yeah. I, I just recognized that there's a lot of stuff by you shooting this video. There's a lot of other stuff we needed to do that wasn't going to get done. That was going to get pushed off. And it just, I felt like we were spinning plates unnecessarily. And I don't know how much I communicated out loud. I communicated it about myself, but I don't know if I said, Hey, the mixer boards fall. Yeah. And that's my B. Cause as your partner, I should, I learned yesterday what I needed to say, now I'm going to say, hey, babe, you have like 15 dials up right now and we need to bring it down. And I'm seeing this in you. And I didn't. I said it about myself and my anxiety, but I didn't say it about you and like this plate you were spinning. So anyway, then I backed my car into Kim's car. So <laughs> I just thought we, I would have, jump in. we have a narrow driveway situation. And Penn went to go take Lola to her after school sports. And I was backing on up, talking just to my daughter. Packing up, and I hear a. And I was, I was. You're on a walk. You I, just started your walk. I took. I was taking Sunny on a walk. It was about four yeah. o'clock, and I hear a crunch. Yeah. And I said, "That's my car." And I walk over. I see that my passenger side door is lovely. It's been. It's hit. dented. Yes, it's, it's dented. There's a dent in your in your door. And I was like, you know what? There's nothing I can do about it right now. I'm just going to keep on walking. And I just, I looked at the door and I was pissed, y'all. I mean, and so he, 
Penn's great. He immediately, like he's, he called, you know, cause I just didn't want to sit there and talk about it. And Lola had to go and he called me and he was very apologetic. Of course he felt terrible, but whereas the bag incident a few days before I was like, babe, it's fine. We're going to fix it with the, the, for some reason, the door sent me over. We're fine now. Obviously we're fine. But the door sent me over the edge because I knew you weren't going to blame your ADHD, but I knew you had so much on your plate. And I had offered, I'm like, let me take Lola. You have a lot of work to do. He goes, no, I need to get out of the house. I just need a 15 minute break to get out of the house. But you had to come back. You still had to work until six o'clock. Yeah. Until after that. Yeah. Like nonstop. Nonstop. So like you wanted, you're like, I need 15 minutes. I haven't seen her all day. Like, let me take Lola. You were like, please let me take her. I'm like, no, I should take her because you have all this work to do. And to me, I was like, your brain driving plus still having, you had like 20 open tabs. You know what I mean? To use another metaphor. Like you had all of these tabs open and you backed into my car. I did. Um, so I'm going to, I'm, I did. I, I, so we talked about shame. Imagine leaving your suitcase and then having this happen to you again. It's not a coincidence that it happened. We got too much stuff going on right now. Yeah. We have too much stuff going on right now. And you tried to tell me that mm-hmm. it was in your own way. And you like, I appreciate you saying, look, Maybe I wasn't clear enough. I could probably pick up from context clues what's going on a little bit better. And also, so you want to know what I learned? Hmm. I learned, so two things that I learned. Number one. We need a wider driveway. We we need a circular driveway. Yeah. It doesn't happen in a circular driveway. I don't know if we can do that. If you work in Raleigh and you can build us a circular driveway for free, that would be so, no, I'm kidding, we'll pay for it. Stop it. So I'm sorry. I learned two things. I hate people who are like, I can't pay you, but here, I'll give you exposure. No, we pay people. Anyway. Yeah. So I'm sorry. I said I learned two things. Yeah. So no, what was number one? You oh, that, that I need to, right? I need to read from like context clues. Like I need to know. No, I need to, I need to use better when, language. No, no, this is me learning. Okay. You've already said you're learning. I've learned that I need to, to read the signs and like, just like you with an anxiety attack. Like it, I don't know if it's an anxiety attack that I'm getting or if it's an ADHD attack. Hmm. That should be a thing. Is that a thing? You just like, it's flooding, right? Isn't that the term that they use? So I should know when, when I'm flooding, because I don't know that I have really, I don't know if I've recognized the signs as well before, because I should have known. Here's the other thing I've learned with my mixing board. There's 15 channels. The one channel that's like the master circuit breaker channel that will take up my entire brain for the rest of of time. If it's up and I've got to get better at this is, is my wife mad at me? Hmm. If I, if I know that you're upset with me, that trumps literally everything else. Even like Lola was in the car. She's like, are you okay on the way over there? Because I knew because you, you did walk away. It was your way of saying, I'm not going to deal with this right now. It's also, you know, it's like one of those ripcord behaviors where I was like, I don't no, really know. I know what to that do. like rejection is your big trigger, but in that moment I couldn't, you couldn't help yourself. I I'm, honey, I'm not trying to, I, I'm yeah. sorry if you think I'm trying to blame you. I'm just explaining no, what's, I'm explaining what's going on in my brain. That's like, that is the most dominant force. Like I had awful dreams last night because I knew that we were fine. Like, I, we just, the whole reason that I did this book with you is so that you could not be mad at me as much because I hate it. It's the word, but I also need to learn how to learn something from it. Right. And to have a conversation, mm-hmm. I'm ter- like, I'm 
before the book, I was really bad at arguments. I think I fell into some of those other things too, where I was trying to defend myself by saying, well, look, I mean, one of us has, I think I actually said one of us has to get some work done. You actually did say that. Yesterday. What the hell? Why did I say that? So like, why, what, why, what, did, why did I, why didn't I stay in Cleveland and talk about the fact that I hit a car? I was like, I, I, I was so frustrated. I knew you were mad at me. I didn't know what to do. And I like lost my mind for a while. So yeah. So the aftermath was he comes back, he drops off a little, he comes back. I'm back from my walk and I'm just sitting working on my computer because we have to get you know, I'm doing stuff and I'm upset and you go and, and that and I was like, listen, I think we have too much going on and that's evidence of it. And I tried to say that and I just feel like this is a result of it. And he's like, well, one of us has to get work done. And is, so is that funny. What I was trying to say was I was trying to take some stuff off your plate. I was trying to help you because I knew you were having a tough day. And what you were trying to say was I, I could I, I, you know, I could tell that this has been a tough day for you. And I was, but what it came out, what came out of my mouth is <laughs> one of us has to get work done. And what came out of your mouth was, I told you so, mm -hmm. which are both the wrong messages. Right. Right. No, we didn't handle it. Well, we didn't, I feel we turned it, we turned it to the other person. I did. Also, you know, I hit your car. I'm so sorry. I know that car. just sucks. And I know I, it sucks. But I was like, I'm allowed to feel annoyed. You are. That now yes. I have to, yeah. And I did say that yesterday. I'm like, I'm allowed to feel annoyed that now I have to like, how does it even work with insurance? With like, we're both insured by the same policy. I tried to fill it out. And if you work for Geico, can you please leave a message on our <laughs> voice machine about what the heck? Cause I tried to fill out the text thing. It was like, are you okay? Is your car okay? Is the other person okay? And I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Was your car damaged? My car wasn't really damaged. And they were like, thank you for this police report. I'm like, what? <laughs> no, I hit my wife's car in the driveway. Can you like, I need to talk to a human and, at Geico. Yeah, yeah. And, and it may just be cheaper for us to fix it. Isn't insurance is such a racket? Cause it's gonna be, an, our premium's gonna go up. It's gonna be just better if we fix it. I don't know. Like that's, that's a good point. I mean, it, look, it's, it is, it was a smaller dent. Oh my God. I also did this. It was a smaller dent. And looked, tried, he's like, come outside. I wiped off the scratches. It, it looked better. Like some of the stuff. And came I'm off. like, I'm not going to stand up and walk outside and look. He's like, no, it looks better right now. I wiped off all the scratches. It doesn't even look that bad anymore. I'm like, he's like, just a little dent. There's going to pull out the dent. It's going to be fine. I'm like, I just, I, I trust you. I, I don't want to look at it right now. That was, that was me in an, an, a, brain space I was not proud of. So hang on. This whole podcast is about how to deal with it. And so I think it is important to talk about dealing with it wrong. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. So I think, I think the most important thing you said is that you are allowed to feel annoyed. You yeah. have to be allowed to feel annoyed. You can't not yeah. be allowed to feel annoyed because it's annoying. I think even some of the comments when we do posts like this, I, I'm going to like pat myself on the back. You know, people who say like, Oh, Penn, you, you know, you found a great partner who knows how to deal Absolutely. with this. And I will pat myself on the back that I have been very patient. But part of that is I have my own stuff I bring to the table. So it would be incredibly hypocritical for me to be like, I can't deal with your mental health issue, but you have to deal with mine. And that's next week. And that's next week. <laughs> so I would say, there are many blessings to, you know, pen, to ADHD. I think that anybody I know, any adult I know who had it as a child or currently suffers, they're the most fun ones at parties. So we go into a room and Penn gets to be the center of attention and I get to stand back in the corner, which is my favorite place to be in a party is back in the corner. I think the hard things are the things that I just mentioned that like it's, you know, the time you left 
your keys in the top of the car and you couldn't find them so I had to drive two hours to bring you your spare set but they were on top of your car and you hadn't found them so it's a four hour round trip if you want to keep track yeah if you want to keep track and the suitcases and the hittings of the car and I I do feel like I'm very patient with it but I am allowed to feel annoyed and I do think it helps if you're listening that you don't use it as an excuse because I do know that there are people and honestly a lot of I see a lot of parents doing this for their kids saying well he can't help it it's his ADHD totally it is so hard in a traditional school setting for you know kids you know to deal with ADHD we had an incident last year where a kid I'm not going to I'm trying to do this without like privacy it was like you know, destroying prop my child's property, and and the parent response via the teacher was, "Well, they have ADHD." I'm like, "Yeah, cool." So is my kid. <laughs> so um, that's, that that doesn't fly. So there there's a balance um, with all that, and I would say it's a constant conversation in our house. I think it's it's something we talk about, and I I'm very aware that we are modeling for our children who may be partnered with somebody with these or may themselves have these mental health issues is that I'm very aware that we're partnering how we're talking to each other about this. I agree. Thank you for mentioning the things that are hard. Thank you for mentioning the things that are great and what it's like to partner with. I, I, we kind of skipped through, there was a question about what are my thoughts on managing it Mm -hmm. and also some tips and tricks that I've learned for day-to-day life. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do those now if that's okay. Sure. Was that, is that linear segue? So, so I, I will also say a list helps and Penn has a list in front of him, but that's help. Is that one of your Abs- tips? Absolutely. See, we made a list. So, we didn't really stick to this, but we have a list. A list is great. And I've, I've written about this several times. It also gets you to care about something because if you have what I have mm-hmm. and you don't care about what's in front of you, you are going to move on to something else on the mixing board. Mm -hmm. So a list is a fun little way to trick yourself into caring because ticking off that list is the same endorphin as hitting a basket in a basketball game or like winning a video game or all these other things that happen. So a a list allow, it also allows you a challenge. Like how quickly can I do this? Can I get this all done? They said I couldn't do it. I'm going to like, you know, trick yourself into caring about it. The other thing is, I, honestly, I think I'm going to start visualizing that. I'm pointing to a mixing board. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start visualizing a mixing board and taking inventory of how many things are going on right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, just take a second and say, well, oh my gosh, one, two, three, four, five. I think my limit's five. I'm at 12. It's time to like take a beat or I'm going to flood. So like really acknowledge for a second what's going on in your life. And if you're getting to that danger area, there's no way you're going to get away with it. You just can't. Well, I mean, like when I'm, when my emotional mixing board is full on anxiety, it's the common thing to do is like you take things off your plate you, and you know, you have a panic attack. I think you had an ADHD attack, right? Yeah. I, I think you had, it's not perfect the way we're walking through this. Yeah. And obviously there is it, Yesterday was not a fun time, but and we made we wrote a relationship book about fighting and, and we, we did it wrong and we totally did it wrong. But we're doing it right right now. 
Right. We're doing the, uh, the, the Monday morning quarterback, which was yeah. part of our book too. So w- one other tip and trick that just, there are coping mechanisms that you just have to, you have to get used to their, their habits. So uh, like I said about padding my, my pockets, mm-hmm. like when you find something that you get wrong, cause I had to lose a lot of wallets and phones to get to this point. Just give yourself, it doesn't, it's not a nervous tick, but give yourself a habit, keys, wallet, phone. Now I can stand up. It doesn't just have to be about those things. When you find, when you do something wrong and your partner or your loved one has graciously forgiven you, rather than moving on, find a coping mechanism that in the future will keep that from happening. I mean, there's so much to talk about. I mean, people, the publisher has approached you about trying to write something around ADHD. So we're trying to figure out what, it only makes sense if it's helpful. And we're trying to figure out what's the most helpful way to present information on this. Um, I think we're off to a good start. I I think we we talk about the situations that happen in our lives. Okay. Sorry, I interrupted you there. (laughs) (laughs) So what I was like, I do think... Uh, when it comes to kids and that's a whole separate podcast it is hard because I I don't think the traditional school setting benefits kids with ADHD and I also don't think that I do think a lot of kids are being just if they can't sit still for this random amount of time it's like oh they must be ADHD I don't think it's humans were meant to sit that long I don't think the way we're living our it's a bigger discussion like the way we're living our lives right now behind computer screens does not compute with what humans were supposed to do Mm. i think i mean i'm better when i'm outside and i'm better when i'm doing these things but my work is behind a computer screen as most people and especially now in the pandemic if everybody working from remotely so anyway there's a lot of things i think people with who do have adhd are probably it's probably exacerbated right now because of the way we're living our life I i would say so i'm assuming if we're dealing with this the people listening are dealing with this too. Um, I hope it was helpful. I don't know if it was, but we needed this because this is our marriage counseling time. Two quick questions that we got from people leading into this podcast. One of them was, what are your thoughts on managing it? And the, the two questions were diet and medicine versus no medicine. I just want to say really quickly, I was on medicine for a while in college. Mm-hmm. It was very useful in my grades. You were on academic probation. I was I was on academic probation. It really helped. I feel like the personality changes for this particular drug. It was called Dexedrine. I don't even know if they use that it anymore. It sounds like a diet pill. It does. And I lost isn't weight. That, isn't that a diet pill? That's Dexatrim. Oh. Um, I, maybe they're the same thing. I don't know. A doctor gave it to me and I, I'm already pretty skinny and I lost more weight. But there there was some fundamental, for me, like personality changes. Birds just flew into our window. Really? Yeah. I didn't even notice that. I'm facing the window. He is not. Okay, okay. go ahead. That personally, I, it just, it, it was, it, it seemed like it was the wrong kind of uh, cocktail for my brain and my body. And so I moved on to taking myself off of it and trying to find a job that I could function in without it. And that in no way means I have any problem with medication. I am not anti-medication. I think every case is 100% subjective. And there's so many different options now. And there yes. are, yeah, there are better options yeah, now. And, and hopefully you have a doctor and also loved ones around you who can help you like balance that and figure it out. The other question was about diet. I don't know anything about diet. I just know that sugar as a kid was like rocket fuel for me. Oh, I know. That's the other thing I'll say. I know PC, I was like, we're in the airport and he wanted a bag of, he went, I'm like, let's grab a snack. And they, you know, there's little pretzel and hummus things and they have, you know, the little cups of fruit and stuff. And he grabbed a king size bag of Twizzlers. I was like, 
I'm sorry, are you new here? No, we're not doing that. <laughs> yeah. No, we're stop. Even new. Yeah, I was like, what you around? I mean, that being said, in Disney, I, one night we had like cookies for dinner. So we're not perfect on that front. Rules are off at Disney. I know. Rules are off. Got to get one of those candy apples. Watch the fireworks show. So thank you for supporting me these last few days when it has been particularly tough for me and when my mixing board has been full. I'm sorry that I yelled one of us has to work around here. I don't know what the hell that came from, but it obviously was a flooding on my part. I think both of us or like we're so full of stuff right now that it is often hard to communicate. And I'm glad that we took the time to do it right now. And I'm sorry that you had to listen to it. Those of you out there. No, is kidding. it super douchey when we say we have so much going on right now? No, no. Everybody like, right. It's just like parenting. Yeah. And uh, you know, anybody who's trying I mean, to find work or working and parenting and marriaging, it's just a lot. Well, do you ever find it douchey when someone else says that? Cause I no. don't No. But so I just want to make sure that people know that. Yeah. We may be douchebags. I think everyone's got a little bit of D nozzle in them. And we're going to bring this in for a landing now, folks. Thank you so much for <laughs> listening to this. I don't know where that just went for the last few minutes. Feel free to edit it out. Or if it, you know, Max, if you felt like it should stay in there, Max, what do you think? <laughs> you guys are good. Everybody does have a little D nozzle in them. All right. That's what Max thought. And that's what Max thought. We um, like, we like. So uh, should Penn continue to try to capture his fart in a jar? You know what we should do? <gasps> we should. <laughs> You should fart in a jar. Pants up. I don't want pants down. What fart. about, can we compromise? Underwear. Pants Not up. full moon underwear. And then auction it off for charity. What charity? It's, you know, colon cancer awareness. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. Col- there's a, I have colitis. Okay. I, there's like a colitis foundation. Okay. That sounds great. Um, or is that too? Is that really? Oh man. All right. So next, <laughs> next week, love you next week. We are going to flip the script and we're going to talk about living with a partner with anxiety. And you know, as part of it, Kim's going to give some tips and tricks about her struggles with it. So we're going to give you both sides of the coin there. Thank you so much for listening. Please say hello to us online, wherever you can find us. Tell us what we should talk about next. We love your input on these sorts oh of things. Oh my gosh. We love your suggestions. Yeah. We really do. Like what, what, who do you want us to interview? What do you want us to talk about? I mean, yeah. we can talk about anything. Can I tell you something right now? Tell I me. feel this is the most relaxed I've felt in yeah. like three days. Cause we have, Two and a half minutes before you have to leave to pick up I know, PC. I have to go get my son from track practice. We're, but like, have you noticed we've just kind of, we realized we made it to the end of the show and we can just sit here for a while. You don't um, have to listen to it. People. You don't have to listen to it, but we're going to keep on talking. Here's the thing. When we say we have a lot going on, I love every part of it. So yeah, it's been my mom time. flew into town. It doesn't mean downstairs. it's not a lot. Yeah. She's downstairs. She's like, you know, she saw that I was a little stressed out. She's like, well, what's the thing you could, you know, what, what can I help you with? What do you, what can you drop? I'm like, but none of it I want to. Cause it's, I do love the fact that our kids are involved in sports. So part of it is driving them to different sports things and that are way across town and, and trying to, pick up at schools way across town. So part of it is navigating what we do with just, and that's literally, that's like what everybody deals with. And then I, I am excited though, because we are going to Miami. So by the time you guys listen to us, well, no, we'll be almost going. We'll be almost going. We're going to go. Everybody don't read a lot into this y'all. 
but everybody uh, from the Amazing Race season 33, most people. Eliminated or not eliminated. Yeah. Everybody. Uh, yeah. So most of the cast is going to be there. There's a few people who can't for scheduling reasons. And I'm excited to see them. Isn't that weird that we became such good friends with people that we were like. It's not weird at all. It's like it's the reason why people who go to war together end up talking 30 years later because no one else can relate to what it is that they went and through. And we had like a special weird trauma. We had a weird trauma. With the pandemic. We did it twice. We did it twice. Okay. You gotta get the kids. Okay. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.